This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is a download from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, log on to the BBC Asian Network website. Rajan Pablo. Welcome once again to all my Bollywood lovelies out there. It's Rajan Pablo here. Hope you've had a great week. This week we'll be looking closely at the release of Expose. Himesh Rishamia joins us as well as newcomer Sonali Raut. Not only that, Romeo Ranja star Jazzy B breaks down his role in the movie. Now, as the expose was based loosely on Zenitaman, we chatted to the iconic Bollywood actress a few months back about some of her most pivotal roles along the years. So you'll also get to hear that. What more can you want? But first up... Let's hear from actress model as well as the younger sister of supermodel Ujvala Raut Sunali about her experiences working on the expose. She's young, she's beautiful, and one of the biggest buzz about her is this film Expose, which Himesh Rishamia came up with the concept. She is Miss Sunali Raut. Sunali, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show. Apologies, Pablo couldn't be here. He's absolutely gutted. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. The buzz about this film is huge. What kind of reactions have you been having? Oh, it's fantastic because, um, you know, it's a very challenging role. And of course, it's with Himesh Rishamya and Yo-Yo Honeyspray. And tomorrow my movie is releasing, so I'm anxious, I'm nervous. At the same time, I'm excited. It's like mixed reaction, like too many things going on. And um, I'm super, super like excited and looking forward. So do you do any special rituals before a release or like when you're modelling or anything like that, like go to the mandir or do a puja? <laughs> I don't do it. Yeah, but my mother does it. Oh, bless, bless. That's what we like to hear. Now, you know, there's been a lot of controversy about this film, especially about you recreating the iconic Zenith the Man scene from Satyam Shivam Sundram. How did that come about? Oh, that, um, actually, when I heard the script first, the story, when it was narrated, of course, like, I was excited and I was nervous also because I'll be, uh, you know, recreating a Satyam Shivam Sundar's, uh, uh, you know, image, the character. And um, I'm going to, like, uh, play Zinataman's character, a classic Raj Kapoor look. So um, I was nervous in the beginning. But once, like, uh, we shot the whole thing, my director, he told me that this is the way we are going to do it. And uh, first I thought of, like, uh, you know, wearing a bodysuit. But mm. when he explained me that, you know, this is the way and it should look very natural, very... And we are going to shoot very beautifully, very aesthetically. So that's the time I decided to drop the bodysuit. And once I was in the costume, I I felt very beautiful. I felt very good. And uh, once I was on the set and when it was like, uh, what do you say, action, mm. it just went, uh, I just went with the flow and everything just fell in place. And I was very happy uh, when uh, I saw the shot, like when it was done. Because I did it in one go. Wow, wow. Now, um, have you met Zenith the Man? Had you seen the film before? Has she commented? Uh, no, I haven't met her. But yes, I saw the movie. I've seen Satan Shivan Sundaram. In fact, I saw it like three times. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like that time she was like so bold. And she's so bold. She's classy. She's elegant. 
and that time she did uh, Satam Shivam Sundaram, you know, the wet white uh, uh, sari look. So wow. I was very excited and uh, I'm happy that I got this opportunity. And everyone said that after a long time, this look is back. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Now, you play the character of Zara. Tell us more about her. Zara. Zara is someone who is fierce, independent, ambitious. She's someone who lives on her terms and conditions. And she doesn't care about anyone. And uh, the character, what she's playing in the movie, it's basically this girl from small town. She's moved to city, uh, Mumbai. And it's a journey in Bollywood, that's how she makes it. Now, Himesh Rishamiya said he's done a lot of research into the script and it's recreating and exposing some of the shenanigans that went on in the 60s and 70s. Were you aware of the era? Uh, 60s, you're talking about, like, what like what real incidents? The real incidents, like, for example, the Pakiza incident when Meena Kamari died and Padma Khanna dubbed her role. Yeah. I mean, that's a scene in the movie as well. Yes, uh, that was one where uh, where it's the murder. Uh, I mean, in the movie, uh, it's a murder mystery, you know. So yeah, I I actually I was not born. <laughs> even, even I don't know much, like. But yeah, my uh, director like told me a few incidents where uh, Yo Yo Honey Singh, mm. uh, he's playing Katie. Mm. Uh, that's uh, that's the character he's playing in the movie. So I think in 70s, there was this music composer where he sold like one song to uh, two producers, like the same song. So I think this is one incident. And I remember that uh, when Pakiza was made, it took like 10 years. Yes. And um, I think after Meena Kumari's death, uh, the movie was a big hit. So I think that is like one real uh, incident, which I think... Um, Himesh has got. And uh, I think there was actual uh, catfight happened between Miss Zinataman and uh, uh, Miss Parvin Babi. Uh, uh, I think in 70s something. In 80s it happened. Wow. There was a real catfight which happened between them. So what was it like actually working with like heavyweights like Himesh Rishamya and Yo-Yo Honey Singh? Was it scary? Were you nervous? Uh, it was fun. Himesh is very talented. He's a very good co-star, and in fact, he's the one who has launched me. So I'm super, like, um, excited. He's very friendly, he's comfortable, and uh, before, like, we started with the, we began with the shoot, we did, like, few workshops. So it was very comfortable, we knew what we were doing, and we could, uh, uh, like, we used to improvise on the set. So it was nice, and it was, like, fun working with him, right? So, with Honey, with Honey, uh, uh, Honey's a cool guy. He's a rapper. It's like you know, just to make me feel good. He used to like rap, and he used to be like, uh, you know, like whatever his songs, funny. <laughs> so it was like, like he, he, like we are friends, and um, yeah, it, it was sweet. <laughs> Honey is funny. <laughs> <laughs> now you're a supermodel. You're now an actor. Now you've had these two musicians, Himesh Rishamya, Yo Yo Honey Singh. Did they get you to sing on the set? No, I can't sing. And oh, no. Actually, no, I did not, like, no, I, I can't sing. And I think, uh, I think Himesh and Hani uh, are good singers and they are the 
uh, you know, I think it's better <laughs> they sing and not me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us, right, there's a lot of speculation about you and Zoya of Rose that you didn't meet eye to eye. Is that true? No, actually, there's a cat fight in the movie. Uh-huh. But uh, I think it's all rumours. We, we are like friends. Our relationship is like cordial. We are professional. And uh, there's no uh, problem, no issues between us. Well, I don't know from where these rumours are coming from. Now, your sister is an Indian supermodel. You've done adverts with, like, um, Abhishek Bachchan, to name just a few of the Bollywood stars. Um, how does two girls, your father's a police constable, become stars? He's not a constable. He's a deputy commissioner of police. Oh, my God, I didn't know. Oh, my God. That is, <laughs> I think my father is going to sue Wikipedia. <laughs> So how did that come about? You know, like probably a very strict, you know, CD Sadi police background to becoming supermodels and actors. Yeah, my mum actually, she's very cool. And, uh, you know, it's actually because of her that, uh, you know, we have like gone out there and made it. Uh, I don't know. I'm a beginner, but yeah, my parents are very supportive. You know, they just support us, like, whatever, like, we want. They just say that, just do what you feel like and just follow your dreams. Oh, wow. And I'm very happy to have, you know, to have parents like them. How did the Kingfisher advert come about? Did Atul Kaspikers discover you? That was, like, uh, I went to this party. Uh, It was Gautam Sigana's party. And there he spotted. And that's how the Kingfisher calendar happened. He called me next day. And I was on. <laughs> <laughs> now, for all the fans worldwide listening, right, people are going to be watching this movie, right? They'll probably want to know, OK, who is this girl? So tell us, are you single? Yes, I'm single. Uh, what would your man of your dreams be? Uh, someone who's like, someone who's tall, broad shoulders, mm-hmm. fit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know, you stop giving Rajan Pablo compliments. <laughs> <laughs> Are you an animal lover? Do you like cats, dogs? What are your phobias? Uh, I like cats. I am a cat. And are you a foodie? Can you cook? I don't know how to cook. Like, I can't cook. So if you were finally to take Rajan Pablo out to dinner, where would you take us and what kind of cuisine? Uh, Indian. Ah, Desi by heart. We love you. Sonali, it's been such a pleasure speaking to you, wishing you all the best within film. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, darling. We also managed to speak to Himesh Rashamya, who plays the lead in the film. Himesh, sir, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show on the BBC Asian Network. Congratulations on the expose. Hi, how are you? Thank you. We are really well, really well. Um, so, uh, Himesh, firstly, um, we didn't get a chance to watch the movie here in the UK. Um, now, uh, there's been lots said that it's based on um, uh, some actresses that we may know. Is this true? Is it based on real life? Yes, it is inspired from a lot of real-life incidents of the 60s film industry, and it's a murder mystery wherein death of a sex symbol leads to the suspects because she's killed at an after-award party. And it's a musical thriller set in the film industry of the 1960s, and it's inspired by a few real incidents. Uh, But I cannot, uh, you know... Uh, uh, give out the names, but yes, it has been inspired by a few real-life 
I mean, we've heard from our perspective, and you can either correct us or um, agree with us. Is it true that um, it's an incident from Pakiza that happened, uh, where, like, when Mina Kamari died, uh, Gamal Amroy got um, Padma Khanna to dub her voice? Is that one of the incidents? My director told me that when Pakiza film released, uh, Mina Kumari ji, the film didn't do well. And after that, Manundo Isab had dubbed Mina Kumari ji's voice. In her voice, she, he recorded some interviews in the voice of Padma Khanna ji as Mina Kumari ji. And that, those interviews from during those days changed the fate of the film. Uh, that she was, she had recorded those before her death. So uh, there is this kind of a similar incident which the director has incorporated. And he told me that it's been inspired by Padma Khanna ji's and also one of the other incidents is like, you know, Zenith the Man and Praveen Babi having a fight in a five-star hotel. Uh, yes, we do have some sequences, but there was um, a cat fight which had happened in the 60s between two actresses. But uh, that's nothing to do with Zenith the Man and Praveen Babi. Okay. And what made you decide to do a film, a murder mystery set in the glamour of hot Bollywood? It's um, it was very interesting. This kind of a setting had never come ever in the in in, in a Hindi film. So playing um, a character which was an ex-cop turned superstar who investigate, investigates the uh, you know the the, the he, he, how he gets hold of the killer is the basic crux. So he could also be the killer. There is there are a lot of uh, tips and buts. And uh, Irfan Khan is playing black marketer who made uh, crores out of. And uh, out of doing black, because black was a very big business then. And uh, he purchased a white bungalow. He's a black marketing don. So there are some very new uh, characters which we've not seen. And yet it is a commercial, entertaining, mm. thriller, murder mystery. It is very larger than life because the, larger, the dialogues are very larger than life because those kind of superstars used to say those kind of lines, which we don't hear these kind of lines now, but they were very famous by, you know, said by some real life superstars. So it was larger than life. It was grand. It was entertaining. It was music. It was it was it was a thriller. So it was a new setting which I had never done or anybody has ever done, you know, in, in the 60s film industry. Um, and uh, also, um, Himesh, we've got to ask you, um, uh, what made you want to work with Honey Singh? Because everyone's been talking about you both coming together. Uh, Honey is a brother. He's a friend. I love him, and he's uh, we've done so many songs together. And I fell for the character of Kenny Damania. He was so good. He's the most lovable villain we can have, and he's done his job. He's done a fantastic job. Um, and let's talk a bit about the music as well, because uh, we've been kind of going a bit crazy about the ice cream song. Um, now, where did you get the inspiration for this song? That was definitely inspired by Mr. Adi Berman's Monica, Oh My Darling, because during those days in TC Manzil, there was a song which had, uh, you know, was ahead of its time and very different. On those lines, I have made ice cream, Khaungi Kashmir Jaungi. It is a little, little cheesy. But uh, Monica, my darling, during those days was also on, you know, it was something very different. It was not, they were not the usual lyrics. In terms of a conventional, very melodious song, and I'm really proud of that song. And Shisheka Samundar, Pani Ki Diware, which is Sangare Kabarita. Now, Himush, were you nervous releasing the film the same time the elections were happening? Yeah, but um, now uh, our first day collections have proved that we've taken the right decision because uh, after two or three o'clock, after taking a slow start because of the elections in the night, the shows really picked up and we've taken an uh, opening of 2 crore 97 lakhs in the first day. And on the second day, we have a 3 crore 43 lakhs, which is uh, making the first two days to 6 crore 
and uh, and I mean you know over six crore forty lakhs, uh, and which is a very good figure. And now on Sunday, which is almost going to be doubled. So we are looking at a, a approximately uh, about eleven crore weekend, which is going to be which is very nice. Well, Himesh, it seems like two Gurujis have done really well on uh, Friday. Uh, Modi with getting into power and yourself with your collections um, for the movie. Um, let's also um, f- um, find out uh, what your kind of opinion is about the new singers, because you've talked about Honey Singh. Uh, what about Balik? How are you feeling about the new breed of singers? Oh, Honey Singh is, a, is not going to just come and go. He's going to be there and mm-hmm. he's going to be a long innings. And I think he's a very talented singer and a rapper, and a musician, and an artist, and a very nice human being. He's there to stay. Now, Himesh, how, well, one other thing I want to ask you, right? You're looking very dapper in the film. How did you manage to lose all that weight? Um, I stopped eating about, 20 kilo, uh, about after 9 o'clock. And uh-huh. uh, for 13 hours, I don't eat, and then heavy workout. And, um, you know, it's, it's, been, it's been a, a, a process of about six months losing 20 kilos. Wow. Wow, you're looking absolutely fantastic, and we are loving the music as well. What else have you got coming up, music-wise and film-wise? Music-wise, immediately I have Ham Shakal, uh, where uh, Sajid Khan's Saif Ali Khan film. It's a mm-hmm. very entertaining and a very, a very interesting track. Six very uh, tapping numbers, and then I have Ik coming up with Salman Bhai. Then I have Surat Barjati, Prem Ratan Dhanpayo, and I have Action Jackson with Ajay Devgan, and all is well with Abhishek Bachchan. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And what about yourself? When will we see you on screen again? I just want to do about one film as an actor every year. It's going to be very exclusive in terms of music and acting because I just now want to concentrate after doing 115 films as a composer and about 600 songs as a composer. I just want to do very limited work but do some very, very good work. And that's like like the music of Exposes, doing so well or your ID 786 or Son of Sardar, Bolvachan, Oh My God or Bodyguard. All the life side also did very well. So I'm just trying to be as exclusive and do some great job because, uh, you know, the expectations are very high and I have to live up to those expectations and work like a newcomer in each film. Well, Himesh, can we just say a big thank you for talking to us? Thank you very, very much and best of luck with the movie. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Now let's hear from iconic, legendary star, Zenith the Man, who just happens to be my idol. Um, ma'am, welcome to the Raj and Pablo show on the BBC Asia Network. It's nice to have you in London with us. It's wonderful to be here in London with you. I know we meet everywhere else in the world, <laughs> at all the red carpets, all everywhere. over the world. Everywhere. Um, so so what, br- what brings you to London? We um, understand um, you're quite involved with um, Nazia Hassan um, uh, this time around in terms of the trust for her. That's right. Um, this trip has been made especially for the Nazia Hassan Foundation. It's uh, it's a charity event, and they're planning to you know to use the funds for a lot of uh, uh, wonderful things you know for women for children. And uh, I thought it was a very worthy cause, especially since I know Nazia since she was a little girl. She was about fifteen years old um, when I met her, and then subsequently introduced her to Firoz Khan, who then took her on board uh, with Bidu for Ab Jasakoi. We never knew that. You yes. actually, how did you know Nazia at that tender age? I, I, you know, I was shooting for a film and uh, we, I met her with her family, with Monisa and Zoheb at the hotel. And subsequently they invited me home. They're such a cultured, elegant family. And uh, I was made aware of the talent uh, of Nazia and Zoheb. And uh, subsequently when Feroz was looking for somebody, I introduced him to the family. And then, you know, um, they took it further. And of course, Nazia had come to India, to Mumbai for the premiere. There were other trips in between. 
She was a wonderful, lovely, gentle, vivacious her. girl. But ma'am, did you know that that song was going to be so iconic and so definitive? You know, uh, before they actually recorded it, I had no idea. But once, it, you know, the film released and the song was loved, and we traveled the world. We went with Mr. Bachchan for his international shows. We performed at the Madison Square Garden. We performed, you know, all over the States. Nazia, Munisa, they were all there for the... For the um, performances. She sang and I danced. <laughs> I mean, it, it is, it's quite, it's, it's quite, it, it, in terms of your career, Ab Jasakoi is, is one of those standout moments for you, isn't it? Definitely. I mean, for us, like, we had the privilege of speaking to Miss Asha Bosliji and, you know, mm-hmm. she's rated your songs, Dam Marudam, Charalia, and then uh, Madam Lata Mangeshkar, you know, Satyam Shivam Sundram, Mena Bulunga. I mean, iconic you, I know, I really lucked out, don't you think? <laughs> but, do you, you know, at the time when you've got um, big movies like this, big songs like this, do you know, do you feel like, OK... The magic. The magic. Do you know it's going to be a huge hit? At the time, no. I mean, you go in there and when you're given the song and you learn the words and you mime and you perform to the best of your ability, you don't know how well the songs are going to be accepted. But uh, I have to say that... My songs have withstood the test of time, sure. whether it's Churalia, whether it's Dammarodam and, uh, you know, uh, other songs. And I'm just so grateful for that. Uh, you know, the other thing, um, Karan Johar said that uh, and um, Abhishek Bachchan, they were crying because of Dostana. Apparently, did you actually mime that song to Luxembourg Pyaralal's voice? <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yes, it's true. Could you tell us more. Tell us Ex- more. Explain. I think Karan has a better memory of that than I do. <laughs> what happened? I, I don't think they had time to, you know, record the song in, in the singer's voice. In Lataji's voice. Yes, yes. And, and we actually had to go on, go, uh, on the shoot, you know, so we, we were performing, you know, with, with, uh, with their voices. Yes, for sure. That must have been scary. Not for me. <laughs> and, no. you know, I mean, I mean Raj and myself, um, since we've been doing what we've been doing, we've been on many um, film sets and got to know um, a lot of people like yourself as well when we meet on red carpets. Uh-huh. Um, but in terms of the industry, um, uh, how do you think it's really changed from um, when you were filming and you were on film sets? Uh, do you think, um, you know, the, the youngsters are a bit more... Um, kind of, you know, okay, I want this, I want this, and it's all to do with being one big star, or do you think, like, we are still concerned about, you know, the talent? I think the changes in Indian cinema have to be with, uh, have come in with the, uh, the corporates are involved now. Uh, The whole approach to filmmaking is very different. Uh, The funds, the finances, you know, where they're coming from is very different. The expectations are very different. I haven't actually worked with... uh, uh, today's, uh, you know, young people who are in the forefront of their game. So I don't know whether there are the diva-esque attitudes or not. Mm. But, uh, you know, in our times, it wasn't like that. Were you all you friends? Were, you all, <laughs> were all the actresses friends together? I mean, it was always like Hema ji, Rekha ji, Zenith ji, Raki ji, Praveen Babi. I mean, was it a camaraderie? Uh, you know, um, I worked in a lot of films, not a lot, in a lot. I worked in a few films with Hema ji and... Uh, I'm happy to say that we have a wonderful equation even till today. I mean, she's invited me home for dinner and I've been, you know, to you know, Isha's wedding and so on and so forth. So the equations have lasted in which Shabana, you know, I worked with her in Ashanti. Uh, we have very good relationships. One of my favourite We films, love Ashanti. Oh, <laughs> Charlie's brilliant. Angels. Yeah. You were brilliant. And, my... <laughs> yes. and then, of course, Parveen passed away. Um, and, uh, you know, I think we had... Uh, 
Um, all, all the leading ladies, um, we, we didn't, you know, the, like the generation before us, like Wahida Ji and Asha Parekh, I mean, they, Nanda, they all get together yeah. even now till today yeah, and GDL, meet, yeah. they are, go to meals, go to movies. Yeah. No, that didn't happen. But we, you know, we all wished each other well. So, but, but it's kind of quite but, comforting to know that, you know, like you said that Hemaji is in touch with you and you kind of, you're going to go over for dinner, you're at the weddings. Um, is that, is, do you guys ever get together and discuss movies per se? Or, um, you know, I went to see this movie. What was What's going that, on? Not there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not, not no. really. Not really. I mean, the, the, there may be an occasional remark, but uh, no, not per se. And, you know, like from your own films, I mean, there's such a wealth of work there. And we've probably watched most of them. Um, what is your all-time favourite? Is it Satyam Shivam Sundaram? Is it... Um, Dharanveer. Dharanveer. Is it Bandhan Kachi Dago Ka? Oh, wow, you remember that film? That is a magical know. movie. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, for me, it was... I entered the business as a teenager, and when I left, I was a woman. So it was a wonderful journey. Uh-huh. And there were different milestones along the way, right from Hari Rama, Hari Krishna, you know, to Satyam Shivam Sundaram, and all the films that came, you know, in between, you know, until I actually, I only stopped working when um, Azan, you know, my oldest son was, yeah, was born. So I, I stopped, you know, I finished all my projects and then just stopped working after that. But it it was a wonderful journey and I lucked out because I worked with directors who were on top of their game at that time, were the top leading men at that time, and I had great, great, great music. So I really lucked out. But did you appreciate, you know, no, did you acknowledge that, my God, I'm at the top of my profession? Did, did it all happen so quickly where you thought? No, I only realised that in hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I'd stepped away from there and I'd been into, you know, um, I'd been with my family and my kids, and then when I look back, uh, I realised, yes, it was a great time. You know, in our profession, you know, you know, we interview the great, the good, the new, the up and coming. And every time you mention your name, especially with the younger act, Deepika Padukone absolutely rates you. Everyone seems that Zina the Man is the yardstick, yardstick for their roles and their definition. Because you actually changed the whole perception. Of cinema. I mean, you know, like... With, as an Indian woman. And with the modernisation of cinema. I mean, every time we read about you, that's what everybody says about Zina Thaman, that cinema changed for a heroine when Zina Thaman was on screen. Honestly, it was not by design. It was purely accidental. I think the fact that I played Jaspeed and Janice, you know, a drug addict who died, I mean, Indeed. that character was accepted. And then in Roti Kappa Makan, I played the, the Sheetal, this girl who leaves the poor man for a rich man. In Ajnabi, I played a girl who has an abortion because she's ambitious. Free and, Shasta. you know, in Manoranjan, I played this happy street walker, yes. you know. The thing is that I played a lot of uh, grey gray characters. Mm. Uh, before that, uh, as you know, there was the, the, the leading lady who wore her saris and she was absolutely straight. Yeah. And there was the, the vamp, the vamp who smoked cigarettes <laughs> and, you know, drank whiskey and wore the Western clothes. But I think my character has brought in a little bit, you know, from the vamp and a little bit from the leading lady. So there were shades of grey. And I was lucky that the audiences accepted this. They liked this and went on to make some of these films a huge success. So I think that's what it was. And what about you now, you know, in the sense of like the recognition you're receiving, you know, like, okay, you left the industry, but the love and perceptions, it's seen at the man. And we still... Iconic. And we occasionally still hear about you saying, okay, you know what, I'm going to do this movie. Age-appropriate roles. I'm going to do this movie. So are you still kind of thinking that um, if there's a good script, I will do the movie? I I have signed a couple of films. Oh, wow! Yes, and uh, they will be out uh, early next year. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I 
I have no words to explain uh, the love and affection of the people and uh, the young people in the industry. There's a lot to be grateful for. So I'm thankful to everybody who receives me this way. But do That's you, it. Ma'am, do you feel kind of like, oh my God, I'm just seeing the man. I'm like, you know, enough's enough. You know, why are you, all this adulation, are you used to it? Do you expect it? No, it's completely unexpected. <laughs> yeah, because I, you know, I... I played the main female protagonist in many, many, many films, mm. you know, over 80 films for many years. But it's also been many years since I stepped away from all that. So when people do talk to me about the work that I did and they are aware of it and they are uh, fond of me because of that, um, I'm very grateful for that. Well, we're well, very I, grateful. We're grateful. I have to ask you one more question. Is it true that Warren Beatty dated you? No comment. You went for dinner. I was, I was wondering when you were going to get there. Because the reason is, right? It was, um, a, it was a long time ago. It was a, but it was ma- a long time ago. Ma'am, the, you were the first ever Indian star to break into Hollywood with Shalimar. Well, that was the first international film. But I think Krishna Shah was a bit disappointed by, you know, by the way it fared. So there was no Hollywood breakthrough. But I met a lot of wonderful people while I was there. And maybe we went out for a few dinners, but that was it. Okay, that's, <laughs> sorry to, I had to explore. And ma'am, what do you think of Rajan Pavlo? We've met, we've talked. Oh, dear. Yes. You know, um, I, you're, no matter where you are in the world, you have such a sense of enthusiasm. You have, uh, you know, no, with, with everything that you bring, I always see you smiling. I always see you, um, may I, might I use the word? Uh, well, there's a certain warmth that emanates oh, from you. Ma'am. And uh, your knowledge of Indian cinema, I think there's very few people that have as much knowledge as you do about Indian cinema. And the vibrations that you emanate, it's, you know, I, I, you always make me smile whenever I see you. And uh, people, other, other reporters have said to me that, how come they get a kiss on their cheek and we get nothing? <laughs> Other reporters have actually said that to me. <laughs> well, you've, made our, you've made our day. Ma'am, can we just say thank you very That's much for talking to us? Thank you. Uh, thank honor. you. Thank, thank you so you, much. Thank Thanks. Thank okay. How lovely was she? I did have the shivers and shakes speaking to her, but I absolutely adore her. Now, Salil Acharya was, of course, on hand to deliver his take on the expose. Let's hear how he rated Anant Mahadevan's production. Um, Salil, we didn't get a chance to see the expose. Um, did you? Yes, I did. But before that, I have to congratulate you all on your award. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, thank you very, very, thank very much. You. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're over the moon, a bit chuffed and a bit embarrassed by it, but it was lovely. Thank you. <laughs> um, are you going to be congratulating um, the cast of the expose? Let's hear what you had to make of the movie. Well, I do congratulate them on the comedy of the year. It's a brilliant film. It's unbelievable. The only thing is, they wanted to make... Uh, a murder mystery thriller. Uh-huh. There's no mystery. There's no murder. <laughs> there's only a lot of comedy. I, I, I really like Himesh. He's fun. He's got. He's uh, like an encyclopedia of Bollywood films. If you asked him in 1956, this is the crying scene of a lady. Who's the lady and what film it is? He'll be able to tell you. That's who he is. After watching so much cinema, he still hasn't realized that in acting you have to act. It's not about just, you know, <laughs> losing weight and all, which is fine. So you go into Expose. Uh, he no longer likes to call it Expose. He says it's just Expose, neurologically oh, speaking. And uh, you, you're in there. It's a murder mystery about a person who dies. And uh-huh. then basically it's like a whodunit thriller. You try and find out who is the culprit. 
And therein there are a few twists and turns. But all those twists and turns start to happen in the second half because the first half is just a portfolio for Mr. Ravi Kumar that is played by Himesh Shamia. It's different color shirts, different color mufflers, different color pants, different color boots. He's trying to show every angle where he's lost his 20 kilos. And you're trying to wonder, okay, so we're obviously going to reach a script somewhere. Ooh. There's the ice cream kaunga song that comes in. It's fun. It's not too bad. The first half, I repeat, is still bearable. But God forbid when you reach the second half, where people start to try to act. <laughs> My God, I, I have to tell you the sequence, yeah? So Himesh Vishamya is in a fight sequence where he's pummeling the guy. Uh-huh. And his face doesn't move, his hairstyle doesn't move, even his eyebrows don't move. Imran Khan should get an Oscar compared to how Himesh Vishamya is acting. <laughs> because his eyebrows move so much. And the second thing is, you know how those cartoons are, you know where the fish stays the same and just the mouth goes blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. That's exactly how <laughs> oh my God. the entire movie is. It's so hilarious. And why on earth did Honey Singh agree to do this? It's like he is the fourth cousin of the third actor. Oh, dear. So you're right. wondering what he's doing in the movie. So uh-huh. it's, it's it got a few songs. It's got some amazing dialogues, you know, the front bencher dialogues that he made mouth, which is like true Rajni Khan kind of style. Right. So you'll get a few CTs and you'll get a few claps and whistles in the front bench. Otherwise, really nothing to write home about. But does it really expose what really happened in Bollywood from the 60s and 70s? Like, you know, the Mina Kamari scenario that they're using, the fight between Zinataman and Praveen Babi? Not at all, yeah. They've taken one or two scenes which, you know, uh, they've said, okay, that's the kind of rivalry that was there on the sex symbols between mm. the two of them. I'm still confused as to who Himesh Rishamia was trying to play because it was seen that he was trying to not play, not Raj Kumar, but more like... Uh, Rajni Kant in the 70s or 60s, you know? Right, so okay. So I don't think there's any real uh, reference at all. That was just used for publicity and PR purposes. It's pretty much just uh, a film that you would want to, you would be seeing in the 70s. Uh-huh. And the hero was the villain, the heroine, as well as the hero also. And that's what Himesh Shamia is. By the way, it's written by him. Uh, it's produced by him. He stars in it. Obviously, everything is his. So I would say Himesh, once again, uh, proves that he has not an iota of talent of acting. But he once again proves that if you've got some money and if you have a very good talent mm. in one side, which is music, you can make another movie. Uh, but, uh, Salim, what about uh, Sonali? What's she like? Uh, you know, the thing is... Uh, okay, so another problem with the film is uh, the DI hasn't been done very well. So, you know, you can see the glaring makeup and uh, the girls had a few bad skin days. You know, I'm being really extra critical, but it, it does... It, so it's visible in some parts and not uh-huh. in the others. There's that obviously controversial scene of Sonali where, you know, they've blocked out a bit of the the uh, parts of the body. Because of she's a very brave girl to have done mm. the scene like that. But uh, she's not too bad. She, the story revolves around her itself. It's exposed in the first scene only. But uh, I wouldn't say the girls had, uh, will have anything to write home about. But I really feel that, you know, it's a portfolio for Himesh Shamia. So, do so you, you thi- won't really walk away with remembering any girls in between. So do you think this is going to be a camp cult classic? Oh, God, no. This is going to be... <laughs> A laughable, I guess, a comedy of the year. I give it 10 stars for the comedy of the year. But it'll still make a little bit of money initially Mm. because A, no other film is actually released except for Godzilla. Uh And uh, Himesh is there and he's promoted and he's spoken so much about it. People just want to know what he's all about once again because he's coming after two years. So a little bit of money it might make. Well, Salil, let's get your marks out of five. Okay, so I'm going to be uh, giving two stars out of five for this because A, the ice cream song is fun. Uh-huh. Just to see how they keep shaking their head, you know, it's like as if they got an electric shock. It's not the shock. <laughs> well, stay right there. We're gonna, re- yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I have to tell you, and also, and also, the dialogues are worth one star. The People's Reviewer Salila Charia will be back next week with more filmy reviews. Now, we also had the pleasure of chatting to the Prince of Bhangra, Jazzy B, upon the release of Romeo Ranja, which also stars Gary Sandhu. Here's what he had to say about the action comedy. Firstly, let's talk about um, your movie, um, Romeo Ranjana. Uh, it looks like a bit of an action-packed movie. Uh, is it fun doing all those stunts in it? Uh, definitely, man. I think... Uh... This, this movie is going to be a game changer for the Punjabi industry, man. You know, the stunts like this never been done before. So uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, I was really happy with the product. The producers are really happy with it. The director is really happy. So, yeah, I think we've got a really, really good product on our hand. Jazzy B, I have to ask you, right, you did all your stunts. Is it true that you nearly died while doing one of these stunts? Yeah, uh, that's a true story, man. Uh, there's a scene in there where uh, me and ja- uh, Gary Khan you know, steal something and try to get away in the sea, on the jet ski, and uh, we were in the middle of the um, sea, and suddenly the jet ski just flipped on us kind of thing, and while those guys were still kind of fixing their cameras, lighting and stuff, so they weren't even paying attention. So next thing, we're in the water, and luckily there were life jackets in our uh, backpack, but we didn't know. So we're all, like, struggling, this (laughs) and that, but, you know, we did try to swim much as we can, but it was in the middle sea, but luckily got saved by the lifeguards and stuff. But when something like that happens, especially when it's a life-threatening situation, it usually brings you closer to someone. Are you and Gary really cool friends? Are you really kind of like proper brothers? Yeah, we are. We are, man. You know, we just thank God. I mean, you know, death is kind of flashing right in front of your eyes and stuff. All the think what is... God saved me, and you think about your family first, man. You know, my kids, my wife, my parents, and everything. So, yeah, as soon as I got out of there, man, I had to call my wife and kids. I said, I'm okay, this happened, and she was scared. But me and Gary, man, we really got really close before the film. Like, you know, I think I told him, like, chemistry is the most important thing on the camera. So we just got, like, chilled out and talked about everything, how his career began and everything. So we were, like, yeah, brothers, man, we were, like, partied up and everything, man. What made you do this movie? Uh, well, I mean, uh, last movie I did was uh, with Gippy Garewal, Best of Luck. That was my opening thing. I got really good feedback because I didn't want to go away from my personality the way I look too much because sometimes that backfires uh, on an artist. So got a really good response for that. And this movie is, like I said, taken to a different level. Like, stunts like this never done in a Punjabi movie before. Uh, Alan Amin, uh, a person who is responsible for films like Doom, you know, he's the action director in it. And uh, I'm really happy with this, so I'm glad I chose this film. And I think it will break the barriers and change the game of Punjabi industry. Um, and uh, obviously, you're all about the music as well. Um, what's your favorite tracks? From the movie? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, music was the most important thing, being singer, me and Gary. We made sure uh, the music has got to be really good. Jatinder Shahji has done the music, and the lyrics are by Kamar, uh, Beat Baljeet, Sati Kokewalia. One of my favorite tracks is because people like me from the folk, like the folk tracks. So yeah. uh, right now, the Juganu song is uh, doing really, really well on, 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 you know, on the YouTube hits and everything. So that's one of my favorite tracks, Juganu. What's the difference of shooting this movie as opposed to one of your pop videos? Uh, well, I, like I said, man, you know, videos are different um, theory where, like, it's all about 
Jazzy B on it. You know what I mean? Uh, where in the film, I think it's all about the teamwork. It's all about the, the co-stars with me. If, say, I'm doing a scene with two or three other artists, everybody got to look good. Everybody, the scene got to be highlighted. It's not all about, like, oh, you know, only I'm speaking and the rest of them just standing there. So I believe in that. I think we did a really good job in this, uh, you know, by um, our chemistry is really strong. And you could feel that on the camera as well. So is this what we're going to see now? We're going to see Jazzy B, um, who's going to be the hero um, <laughs> instead of um, singing. Are we going to see you signing more movies, maybe even looking at Bollywood? Uh, definitely. I mean, there are a lot of uh, you know, the scripts in the pipeline, but I, I'm, I'm the kind of guy, I don't rush things. Man. I took, uh, you know, even in my singing career, I took a step at a time from Canada here, then India. Mm-hmm. Same same thing with the movies i have to like the script it got to be something different either it works or not that doesn't matter to me that's after you know i have to be uh, you know like the script and everything so yeah you will see me but you won't see me doing movies every six months no <laughs> now yo yo honey singh has done well now he yeah. is now going to be an expose with himesh rishamia yeah. is bollywood knocking your door yeah, definitely, man. I would love to work in the Bollywood. Uh, Yo-Yo Honey Singh, respect to my uh, boy, man. You know, he's done really well. You know, he's a Shar Purda Munda, Pindu Jata Munda, you know, from there. But he got goals. You know, this guy goes on TV and says he wants to win a Grammy, which is a good thing. That's why I always say the kids out there, man, you need to dream big to achieve them. So, yeah, definitely I would love to work in Bollywood. And uh, why not, man? That, that is the biggest, biggest uh, screen. And this movie, first Punjabi movie to be shot in Thailand. Yeah. Right, you're a Punjabi munda. Was it dal roti for you or Thai food? Uh, you know, I love Thai food. Uh, yeah, th- those are the only my favorite food, and I love Indian food. I love masrani dal, so you know <laughs> it, it wasn't Thai food every day. Sometimes it's masrani dal, sometimes it's a burger. You know, I'm always about mixing things, man. <laughs> when we were in Bangkok, we found a gurdwara. Did you? You know, I've never had a time, and I'm ashamed I didn't go to Gordara because every country I go to, I that's the first thing I do. I went to Dubai last time, went to the Gordara, did the matatik. So next time, I'm definitely going to do that. Can we just say a big thank you for talking to us? Thank you very much. You guys uh, keep up the good work, man. I'm, I'm always listening to you guys, either I'm in India, or America, Canada, wherever you guys. Keep up the good work, man. And thank we'll you. listen to you all the time. You rock. <laughs> thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. Thank you. How sweet was he? Now let's hear from the queen of latest Bollywood news and gubshamp, Miss Malni, as she breaks down the latest gossip surrounding the likes of Salman Khan, Katrina Kaif, and much, much more. Now, what has Salman Khan signed up to do? So I've actually heard that Salman Khan seems to have signed on for, wait for it, Karan Johar should be. No. There's so many rumours, yes. Remember, so many rumours doing the round. Uh, but the last few days, there's been a lot of buzz. The superstar has been considering the film. And though Karan Johar hasn't responded to media queries, uh, saying the project has not been cast as source, just told us exclusively that he has been signed. And can you just imagine how exciting that's going to be? Can you imagine how uh, what what's going on in Shah Rukh Khan's head? I know it's going to be a media blitz. I can't <laughs> wait. Uh, he's also pulled a fast one on uh, Jacqueline Fernandez, hasn't he? He did, in fact. The actress has been uh, giving out a lot of fitness advice on her Twitter page. From what I hear, Salman uh, latched on to that and began telling her that she needs to stop her obsession with advising people on working out and just let them be. Now, Salman maintained a totally straight face to this, and apparently Jacqueline is so nervous, she was nearly in tears until he suddenly burst out laughing. 
Oh, bless. He, you know, you never know what to expect with Salman Khan because he can come across very seriously. Now, talking about mood swings and moody people, who's been having moody tantrums recently? So I've been hearing a lot about Sushant Singh Rajput's mood swings. And recently something happened on set of his new film, Bayamish Bakshi, that um, may be another indication he's a little difficult to work with. The actor was in for a rude shock when he saw media cameramen on the sets of his film. Now, although media was invited for this, it seems no one told Sushant, which made him super angry. In fact, there was a whole altercation with the production unit and him where he's heard sulking and threatening to stall the shoot if it happened again. So it looks like he's a bit of a diva Singh Rajput. Oh, dear. Um, and uh, what's Katrina Kef been doing these days? Katrina Kef was going to come back to Mumbai after her current schedule of Bang Bang in the UAE, but it looks like there's been a change of plan. Now, I hear that she's directly leaving for her first South African schedule of Jagga Jasu. Uh, with boyfriend Ranbir Kapoor and will return only by the end of the month. And once she's back home, Kat plans to um, have something to look forward to. Her mother is planning to visit sometime in June so she can visit her and check out Ranbir Kapoor's new home. Looks like things are getting serious. Oh, bless. Good for them. Good for, good for them. Now, what is TV actress Amna Sharif? Has she made her comeback? This one's been under wraps for a while, but I've heard that TV actress Anna Sharif, who tried her hand at movies for a while, will be seen playing Ritesh Deshmukh's wife on the big screen in Ek Villain. Now, this is interesting to know because Amna and producer Ekta Kapoor had a fallout after their TV show, Kahito Hoga. Looks like things are better. Um, and uh, talking about fallouts, are there two big A-list stars from Bollywood who are not speaking to each other? You know, they're really just like a bunch of schoolgirls, I tell you. Now, former friends Keijo and Kajol, uh, it seems that even though she went on his show, she isn't at all happy with him. And there's some talk that she's not only refused to do a film for his production house, but also feels that Keijo didn't take her side during the Son of Sardar controversy with YRF. Remember that? Now, when her husband's film clashed with Japta Keja, he, you know, there was a lot of drama with Shahrukh. And from what I hear, Kajol and Aditya Chopra have fallen out as well. So it looks like she's making a lot of enemies. Oh, bless. She is lovely. Now, why is Madhuri Dixit rejecting films? So Madhuri Dixit, it seems to be rejecting all the film offers she's getting left, right, and center. Uh, the actress said no more than uh, five big film offers to her in the last few months. And I've heard that some of the projects she was offered and declined are Zoya Akhtar's new project, Rajkumar Santoshi's next, Nikhil Advani's next. But here's the thing. Madhuri is only looking for strong author-backed roles that keep her as Madhuri Dixit in mind. And although she's already done Golab Gang and, uh, you know, another leading lady, this time Madhuri is looking for something where she doesn't really have to share any screen space with another actress. Oh, that's interesting. Well, and she can hold a film on her own. Um, let's talk about Ritu Nanda, who's Rishi Kapoor's sister. We've heard that she hasn't been too well. How is she? So you must have been hearing for a while about Rishi Kapoor's sister, Ritu Nanda. She's had a pretty delicate health condition and the family's been traveling to and from New York to visit her. And currently, Nita Kapoor is in the city to see her. And I've been told that her condition, unfortunately, is quite serious. And the family's very concerned. While in New York, uh, Nita has also been taking some time out to shop for his son's new home in Bandra. But from what I know, Renbir might be pulling out all his new stuff on hold for now. He said uh, he's soon uh, very, very, very close to his aunt and he really wants to spend more time with her if her health is deteriorating. Then he's going to postpone any housewarming pujas or any parties until she's better. Oh, bless. Good for him. He is a family boy. And of course, we wish uh, Ritu the best. Uh, Miss Marley, thank you very, very much for talking to us. All right, and I'll catch you soon. The wonderful Miss Malini there to keep up to date with all things gossipy and what's going on in Bollywood. And you can follow Miss Malini on her Twitter handle at Miss Malini. Now, Miss Malini will also be back next week with more news and the latest happenings in Bollywood town. It's not over yet. 
Make sure you check out our full interview with all our guests on bbc.co.uk slash Asian Network on the Rajan Pablo page. Also, in celebration of Benny Dion's 30th birthday last week, DJ Ricky dedicated his mix to the singer with some memorable tracks back-to-back. It will honestly get you dancing. I'm telling you, it's brilliant. Make sure you listen back to it. It's up there and all our other interviews and mixes on the website. But until then, take care, guys, and long may the sunshine continue. See you all next week. Bye. from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, including Tommy Sandu's Best Bits, the official Asian download chart and Asian Network reports, log on to the BBC Asian Network website.